0: questions you always had the answers you were never given the place to seek the truth
1: welcome to Veritas
0: filmed over 3 years and 5 continents tonight we go behind the scenes of the documentary film Transmutation which explores personal mystical revelation amid the obstacles of mainstream culture sharing personal stories of individuals who have gone through profound life changes which have altered them for the better. The feature documentary explores the rarely seen intimacies of deeply individualistic mystical experiences of everyday reality. A roving philosopher guides us through the striking forests, coastlines, deserts, and cities of the world, inviting us to embrace the intense mystery of our own existence. Is direct personal encounter with divinity a real thing? what secrets are buried in nature's deep places why has main, mainstream culture sought to eradicate the awakened human is normality really our friend greetings i'm your host mel Fabrigas at veritas radio if you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com and if you want to get in touch with me want to be a guest on this radio program have a guest suggestion or have feedback Just click on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. I always love to hear from you. And tonight we have two guests. Neil Kramer is a philosopher, teacher, esotericist, and author. His work focuses on spirituality, mysticism, and metaphysics, and you know him very well. His website is neilkramer.com. And we also have Niles Heckman, the director of the feature film Transmutation, and the co-creator of the documentary series Shamans of the Global Village. He is the founder of Aurora Lab. His work is visual effects can be seen in blockbusters films like Avatar, Pirates of the Caribbean, Fantastic 4, Blade: Trinity, Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions, Terminator 3 and the Incredible Hulk. He also has a passion for street photography. The movie link is Transmutation Film. And they are both producers of the film. Neil Kramer and Niles Heckman, welcome to Veritas. How are you?
1: Great to be here. Thank you. Pleasure to speak with you, Neil. Always, always
0: my pleasure to have Neil and any of his friends. Now, I just finished watching the movie last night. And first of all, let me say, just like I told you both before we started, congratulations. The synergy you both bring together is evident in
2: every scene and i thoroughly enjoyed it well thank you that's a great compliment as i know you see a lot of material and watch a lot of stuff so yeah thank you that's very much appreciated now yeah
0: uh,
2: go ahead in the announce uh,
0: no go ahead mate go ahead well i'm curious how did the two of you get together to to create this because honestly it's it's almost a piece of art
2: Niles, I think you're very well-placed to answer that, if I may.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, through essentially a decade-long process consisting of a significant amount of internal changes in my life, I went from, as you said, Mel, working in Hollywood on big-budget movies as well as game cinematics and high-end commercials, which were a cauldron of essentially cutthroatness, hyper-competitiveness, egos, and ladder-climbing, which (laughs) of course resulted in projects that look amazing, but... For the most part, have little to no underlying significance. And then I transitioned over that time into working with alchemists, shamans, mystics, and magicians, you know, and essentially more authentic work of documentary projects that were, of course, more obscure, but have a much deeper substance, the two of which you mentioned in that nice intro. So you could, I guess you could say, I've been going, you know, like all those who go through a significant amount of change do from somewhat of history, which is, of course, his story into mystery, which is my story, as I'm becoming a bit of a esoteric documentarian. So through these processes, of course, Neil was somebody whose work I had obviously seen and very much admired as somebody that's very well respected in the uh, kind of mystical and metaphysical arena. So when you come across somebody's work that you really admire and you get to meet them and know them and then actually end up pitching a project to them, it was something where we found that we had a lot in common and it, we... Uh, As somebody that was a fairly recent transplant to the United States, when we first started this project, it was nice because Neil was just one state away. So I essentially ended up pitching this uh, feature to him.
0: And Neil, when he approached you, what was your thought at first?
2: Who is this man? And is he any good? (laughs) So as with Niles, uh, you know, I am very particular about who I would collaborate with, and uh, Niles, You know, we chatted on Skype. I looked over his resume and whatnot, and you know, his, his resume was very impressive, and he'd done a lot of high-end work, as as as, it, as you both uh, highlighted, which was great. And I thought, wow, that's that's cool, that's interesting. But you know, who is the person, which is all what it's about for me. Who is who is the guy? So. We spoke a lot. We talked about the principle of this project and how unusual it would be and how different it is to anything else that is out there, which we both liked the sound of that. And then basically, you know, Niles and I just got together. You know, he came over on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we hung out, went driving around together, took some photographs, you know, did some test footage, you know, went for fantastic Mexican food. (laughs) You know, drank wine and beer, looked at the stars, and just hung out like to get to know each other, to make sure that the uh, the friendship and the professionalism there was the right blend of it, which I think for both of us is pretty important because, like Niles, in the past when I've worked with other people occasionally, who the product is nice but it, it's not substantial because they are, they're not substantial, so I, d- I don't really want to collaborate on something that I know isn't going to be quality so. You know at the bottom the bottom line is we were checking each other out and it worked, and we got along great. We had a good laugh, we had the right artistic uh vision together and I know that Niles is I have to say is one of the very few people whose quality bar in terms of what he demands from himself is as high as mine, so he would insist upon certain production values. And a certain cinematic caliber that, you know, was very pleasing to me, which we, I haven't seen in, in other productions. So uh, he, he had that eye for it and that kind of uh, work regime, which I appreciate, you know. And he, he's, he's one of the few people that I've worked with where he's been the one, you know, checking up on me, saying, where's that thing you told me that you're going to send me on Wednesday? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I've not done it, which to me is wonderful because it means that Niles was always, always there. So his, his work ethic was excellent because, you know, this is years of work, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of work. And we've got other things to do and families and other business projects and other creative and spiritual pursuits. So you have to really be on top of your game. So I think, you know, seeing that we were, we both could do that was really important.
1: Yeah. And just to add to that, I mean, Mel, like, my background is essentially just making pretty pictures, and I spent over a decade in a previous career, air, quote, air quotes, making pretty pictures for high-budget movies. And as we know, a lot of that stuff is not only just razor thin in terms of its, how deep of what it ultimately has to say, It's it's part of the problem, as we could talk about. So I needed to transition away from that. I knew at that point in my life— I needed to get away from that as we transition from one thing to another, as we inevitably go through these internal alchemical changes in our lives. And like so many of us who want to change from one career to another, I knew that I needed to align with somebody whose material was just so polar opposite of anything that you would see from Hollywood. So as I started getting into, you know, areas of more obscure and occult themes, I inevitably pitched this this idea to him. But at the time, we didn't know what it was, right? So we had to very much... Brew it in the kind of alchemical cauldron of like, what is really, what is this really going to be? And how do we actually work together? And knowing that we had had past professional careers together. There's a work aesthetic there that's really nice so that we knew that we could get things done and what we knew that we could do things on a schedule and we knew that we could be professional in the way that we presented things. But we also knew that we could work together and create something that was very novel and original and unique because of, co- of course, Neil's background and his capabilities and what the, the depths of knowledge and wisdom that he knows from his past and his training with, with wisdom from the ancient past. So I knew that Neil was somebody that I could pitch a project to at the time. And it was something that would essentially plant a seed that, of course, five years later now has flowered into this amazing special project that, of course, we're very proud of and very honored to have you say such nice things about it. So thank you so much, Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: mate. Sure. And, you know, one thing I noticed, and I use this expression that many years ago, Neil and I were having a conversation and we were discussing the industries we used to work at, and we said, you have to live in the belly of the beast, or something along those lines, Neil, before you mm. can deconstruct deconstruct it or slay it. Mm, and yeah. it. It seems that that's a common denominator between the two of you, even me, yeah. and every person that shows up on this documentary. They seem to have done something before, and they realize that's not the answer. That's not the way to live life. And they have, no pun intended, they have transmuted their life into something new. Was that a purpose or is that something that happened coincidentally?
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely something that we uh, planned, which is we don't want just uh, an, a narrator saying things that don't have substance or direct encounter. Cause many people who watch this will know who I am, but many people won't. And so you, you have to pin it into real life, So it's not just theoretically viewing what might be nice for some distant spiritual idea of a distant future for a few special people, but what real men and women who we know, who you see in this film, you know, half a dozen of of them, and we see them quite intimately talking about their own life, how can they uh, radiate this authentic path? How can they do that? So we basically just approached... About ten or eleven people, and we filmed with them, and said, "You know, D- understand that we're not going to be able to fit everybody in. So, we, you know, you may or may not be in this, but we'd love you to film with us." So, these are people that I know who have worked with me, uh, or who have worked with my material, and so we we have that in common. But they're also very much their own people, of course, and they have their own path and their own nuances and their own stories. So it's not obvious when you're looking at it that these are people who've worked with Neil. What's obvious is that these are people who have, as you say, transformed, gone through a, a process of transmutation in their own life. And it's my contention that you can feel it. The authenticity of the people and the presence of them is very sincere. It's not just the usual talking heads that you see on TV and crap documentaries. These are people who are really, really doing something with themselves. Very small ego, very big presence in terms of their essence of the person. So you can really feel this woman, this man. And, you know, we just sat down with them and just rolled the camera. Everything is totally unscripted, totally, totally unscripted. And we just start talking. And then, you know, we edit our questions out and just roll. And they start to talk about how the mystical path, the path of embracing the mystery of life has affected them. And it's, it's quite touching. And the number of emails I've had already of people saying, you know, they were in awe or they were crying or they've, you know, had a great passion or zeal because somebody somewhere in the film and there's various characters that, you know, kind of affect different sorts of viewers. But somebody somewhere in the film really got through to them, really moved them. Something poignant happened. So that that was an intention from the start that Niles and I had said, let's speak to very particular kinds of people, all at different stages of the journey, some more advanced than others. But everyone on the journey feeling that sort of fire of transformation in their own life. And it's not all happy, happy. Some of it's sad, some of it's difficult, some of it's shadow, but overall, the the uh, sense of strengthening and the sense of higher aspiration is present throughout, so it was, a, it was a privilege to sit with those different people. I know them very well, all of them, but of course the viewers don't. Niles hadn't met these people before he met me, so it was nice to just capture a little bit of the, the, the essence of their path on the film of course with the hope that it's going to inspire other people to take their own uh, inner growth more seriously because these people um, become beacons for that in others and it's, it's they're warm full people they're not just quiet you know meditating people sat just away from society these are people thrust into the heart of life feeling the blood and the sweat and the tears every day just like everyone else but really present in it and becoming stronger, men of substance, women of substance, making themselves that way.
1: It's also a good element to just show that spirituality, especially from a modern perspective, is something that isn't a lifestyle choice, right? So it's not about shaving your head and tattooing an ancient symbol of the flower of life on the side of your head and going to some (laughs) festival or something. It's about these people look like everyday (laughs) folks, you know, they look like people that, you you know, you might have as your neighbor in some in white pick a fence suburbia, but you'd never have any idea the depth and wisdom of some of these folks. So it, it's it's very healthy to have a nice balance where you can operate in a hippie drum circle or you can operate in a boardroom and have that nice blend and, and, and balance between not polarizing in the way that you present yourself, but living really authentically and truly as a spiritual human being. Yeah, beautiful so port nails, yeah. Yeah, thank you. So it's nice to show people that, we don't want to just say have a, have a certain way about them, but they just look like authentic people and they're not trying to overly present themselves in some flashy way, like we know some people do as they are at some level of the journey. One
0: aspect of the film that I found very interesting, you know, I love to watch movies and I love the combination of music, of the script, of the visuals. But unfortunately, and I hope I'm not offending you with this, Niall, since you... Basically, come from Hollywood, and we come from the financial industry. And Neil had his, his background there too. Well, we no offense at all, <laughs> right? We know better now. But when I watch, for example, uh, let me pick up the movie Avatar, for example. Sure. We see sure. so many things there that you know the Navi and and, and cutting the tree and and the unobtainium, and everybody who's listening knows what I'm talking about. And Hollywood puts certain things that if they were actually to create a documentary. It makes sense that it's what's happening today, but they make it as fiction. And when I saw your documentary yesterday, I thought this, the music, the poetry, basically, the words, the visuals all together, this could actually change humanity. If everybody watched this movie, everybody would just say, why am I being brainwashed? Why am I being normal, quote unquote normal? Why am I following the, the script? From day one when I'm when I'm ready to open my eyes and spoo, you know say my first word, but when you watch this movie you realize I have the key. I can remove those shackles. But Hollywood and this is the part where I didn't want you to get offended because you you've been there and now you're deconstructing it. Why don't we see more movies like this there? Is it because where it bleeds it leads and that's what sells?
1: There is an aspect to that with it. I mean, I, as somebody that was part of Hollywood but was very much like a tertiary element of Hollywood, you know, I didn't have a – I wasn't at some point where I was in a pitch meeting and I could decide what type of projects would be made. I was very much a technician, which was part of my journey where I, I knew that I could – I knew I was essentially demonstrably underutilized in my day job. And I was a cog in an assembly line, just like so many jobs are. And as all of us are our own unique snowflakes and we're we're all here for a, a very important reason, especially as we walk the yellow brick road of what is you might call a inner alchemical transformation or transmutation or a spiritual path. You know, we, there's profound importance for why we're here. So there's more to life than just, you know, being a cog in an assembly line. So in terms of the projects, I mean, I I could see just from afar the poor level of 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 discourse and honor that people that were oftentimes in positions of deciding how a project got made or what happened with a project. And we could see a lot of this in something like the Sony leak, where you just see the behavior of people that is very unhonorable who are essentially supposed to be studio executives, for example. So I think what it really stems from is just people that don't have the internal development, as we know that the inside is the cause and the outside is the effect. It's like there's just not enough in there to really output good material, especially from people that are at points in some sort of hierarchical position where they can make decisions about what projects get made in Hollywood. And I sometimes joke and say that Hollywood is as much of a swamp as Washington or Wall Street and very much is a system much in containment with all those things and reducing people and the amount of low, dim material that it outputs and how much of that is not very enriching or fulfilling from an ultimate standpoint. It's just distraction, and and it's just a, a pretty wrapper with you know very little under the surface. So that that's something that this project I think was was something that came to fruition as I, I'm starting to realize that it's it, it is possible to combine essentially high production values with high conscious content. And I think this project is a representation of that. And I'm oftentimes not not surprised that we don't see that from traditional ways of doing things with informal structures such as hollywood
2: yeah I, I couldn't agree more with that i would i would add this to that which is really just saying what now said in a, in a just an, an a, addendum to that the thing that hollywood don't want is work that empowers thank you for listening to
3: unlock the full two-hour interview including video formats Downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more. Subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section, or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. To listen to the rest of the interview, you don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe you want to know.